Greetings on December 15th. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I want to dedicate today's podcast to Nicole. (laughs) Well, she did it again. She's a little rock star. Um, Her video came out amazing. So we're so excited for um, the masses to see it. So yes, my daughter is a doctor and she's an actress. (laughs) Okay, let us pray. Everyone that knows me knows I love, love, love doing this podcast. Um, It just fills me up. I can't wait to wake up in the morning and pray with you. So like I said, let's get them started. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here we come to ask you, God, if you'll renew us too. Forgive the many errors, they're getting less and less, that we made yesterday. And let us try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. Father, we are well aware we can't make it on our own, so take our hands and hold them tight, for we can't walk alone and we don't want to. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, In Touch Magazine. All right. It says, in everyone's life, there tends to be one central issue around which all else revolves. Perhaps it is family, financial security, or a career. In a believer's life, however, the first priority should be to seek God's kingdom and righteousness. People sometimes say, I've made Jesus a part of my life, but that is not enough. Jesus is life for his followers. Without him, the believer's life has no purpose or meaning. Our top priority is where we invest our time, effort, and money. Therefore, to seek God's kingdom and righteousness means we make the pursuit of Christ-likeness our primary goal. Obedience is a sure indication that we are growing in an intimate relationship with the Lord. Seeking God's will requires perseverance. Rather than simply taking life as it comes and reacting to each situation, we must make our decisions according to the principles of Scripture. In personal prayer and Bible study, we learn to discern God's will as we become more familiar with what He desires. If we find ourselves veering away from the Lord, we quickly get back on track through confession and repentance. 
When you honestly think about your priorities, you may discover that you've been distracted or sidetracked by lesser pursuits. Although scripture tells us to care for our families and work diligently putting those things ahead of God is idolatry. So look at your calendar and ask yourself, what is my priority in life? If the answer is Jesus, it will be evident because everything else will take a back seat. Wow, study that. You can read Matthew 6, 31 to 34. Okay, now you know I'm loving my Joyce Meyer. Uh, So she's saying here to make allowances for one another. And this is trusting God day by day. Ephesians 4 says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, appeal to and beg you to walk. That means lead a life worthy of the divine calling to which you have been called with behavior that is a credit to the summons of God's service. Living with complete lowliness of mind, which is humility, meekness, which is unselfishness, gentleness, mildness, and with patience, bearing with one another and making allowances because you love one another. If we truly love one another, we will bear with one another and make allowances for one another. Making allowances doesn't mean making excuses for people's wrong behavior. If it is wrong, then it is wrong. And pretending or ignoring it does not help. But making allowances for one another means we allow each other to be less than perfect. We send messages with our words and attitude that say, I won't reject you because you did that. I won't give up on you. I will work through this with you and believe in you. I might not always agree with everything that people do. I will always try to understand and will never stop loving them. I want them to know that they can count on me to be a constant in their lives. God knows all about our faults and he still chooses us. He knows the mistakes we will make before we make them. And his posture towards us is, I will love you in your imperfection. When people do something to you that you don't understand, instead of trying to figure them out, just tell yourself they are human. Perhaps you don't understand them simply because they're different from you. Jesus knew the nature of human beings and therefore he was not shocked when they did things he wished they wouldn't have done. He still loved Peter, even though they were unable to stay awake and pray with him in his hour of agony and suffering. What people do will not stop us from loving them if we realize ahead of time that they are not going to be perfect and prepare to make allowance for that human tendency that we all have. Trust in him. Do you trust God to love you no matter how many mistakes you make? Well, he will and he does. 
Are you willing to do the same for the people in your life? Amen. Oh, all these words are so convicting. (laughs) It wears me out. (laughs) I'm not perfect. I'm just not perfect. Okay, I accept it. (laughs) Commanding your morning, a daily devotional. Uh, Genesis 1.28 says, And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing. In the kingdom of heaven, the believer's earthly experience is filled with the essence of the righteousness that is God. It is a spiritual realm in which believers are privileged to exist and function at prosperous levels while physically living in the earth. Can you bow your head and repeat after me this beautiful prayer? Father God, I will not limit my expectations to what I can see in the natural. My life is hid in you. I exist in a supernatural realm that defies natural limitations. I receive the added things that come with being a citizen of the kingdom of God. I decree and declare that the works of my hand are blessed. My life is blessed. Joy, peace, prosperity, success, and influence are my constant companions. You created me to have dominion. That is my kingdom mandate and I will walk in it. Father, empower me to maintain a kingdom perspective. In the name of Jesus, amen. That was lovely. Stay with us. We'll be back with God's promises, God's way, God's purpose for our life, and so on, and so on, and so on. God's promises day by day. Romans 8.18 says, The sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. As humans, we tend to focus on the immediate. Yet, all the while, God is orchestrating the entirety of our lives using specific details, 
specific people, specific circumstances, specific words. We tend to look at one piece of the puzzle while God sees the whole picture as well as the detailed specifics within each piece. We see things in black and white while God sees things in panoramic color. Amen. In God's way, day by day, uh, Matthew 5.44 says, Pray for those who spitefully use you. If you love those who love you, what reward have you? It is easy for most of us to extend love to those we like or those who are close to us. However, Jesus taught here as well as in other places that our neighbor is not only the person who attends church with us, lives in our neighborhood, or is a person who is like us, but our neighbor is every person who crosses our path. And how are we to express love for our neighbors, those who are enemies, as well as those who are friends or family members? Well, we are to bless them. We are to do good to them. And most importantly, we are to pray for them. Amen. Praying for you, Dom. Praying for you, honey. Second Timothy. The Lord stood with me and strengthened me. Nothing is more painful than being forsaken by those we trust during times of trouble. Of course, there are many reasons others may fail us. They may feel inadequate to help us, fear trouble or inconvenience, be jealous of us, or simply be self-centered and insensitive. Although examining the cause may not erase our pain, it can help us understand why we are always admonished to put our full trust in God. Paul certainly understood this. As he sat in prison facing a sentence of death, he wrote, No one supported me, but all deserted me. The apostle who had sacrificed so much and poured his life into so many was bereft of earthly comfort or companionship. However, God never let him down. The good news is that the Lord offers his strength and presence to you in the same way today. Even if no one understands your struggles or all others leave you, God is with you. So don't be discouraged. Love those around you and be there for them. But put your trust in the Lord. He will never leave you or forsake you and is always faithful to comfort and deliver you regardless of what you face. Jesus, thank you for remaining faithful when others fail me. I rejoice that because of you. I am never really alone, ever. Amen. I feel like I'm getting a little dramatic today. 
I'm just feeling good. That's all. Here's a daily filling. Uh, Matthew 6, 11. Give us this day our daily bread. When was the last time you heard God speak to your spirit? I heard him today. I did. I did. I believe the Lord desires to communicate with each of us as often as we need to hear from him, which may be several times in a day. He always has a message for us that is timelier and more important than we may realize. God talks to me all night long through my dreams. It's amazing. It's just amazing. Unfortunately, when we think of prayer, very often we think about telling God what we want him to do or voicing our opinions about his promises. However, I believe when we do so, we are wasting an incredible opportunity to speak with the one who best knows how to satisfy our souls. As we see from today's verse, Jesus taught his disciples to pray for their daily bread. However, he was referring to more than food that one might consume for physical nourishment. Bread is a term that refers to everything that is necessary for wholeness in life, including the things we need mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So next time you go to God in prayer, don't just go to talk. Your heavenly Father wants to satiate the most profound hungers within you. Allow him to fill you up with everything you really need. Allow him. Jesus, thank you for fulfilling everything that my soul truly requires. I am listening, Lord. Show me how to honor you with my life. Amen. I am listening, Lord. Show me how to honor you with my life. Amen. Be back in a moment with more hope. now hope for each day. Isaiah 7 14 says, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and we will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Listeners, Jesus Christ lived on earth only 33 years, yet he transformed civilization And now, after 2,000 years, countless millions worship him. Jesus' birth in a stable in Bethlehem was not his origin. That was his incarnation, his coming in the flesh. The Bible teaches that Jesus is God in human flesh, God incarnate. Jesus, the eternal Son of God, never had a beginning. He will never have an end. He always was and he always will be. 
When Jesus walked this earth, he made the blind to see, the deaf to hear, and the dumb to speak. He was the greatest teacher of all time, and he was also a man of compassion, love, and selflessness. Yet consider the emphasis on his death. Three chapters in the book of Matthew, three in the book of Mark, three in the book of Luke, and six in the book of John are devoted to the last 24 hours of Jesus's life. Wow. Jesus was born to die as the final and perfect sacrifice for your sins and mine. So praise him, praise him, praise him in this holy season right now. John 8:12 says I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness. This month the birthday of Jesus Christ will be celebrated all over the world. All the countries listening to this podcast and the rest of the world. It will be celebrated in various ways in many languages by people of all races. For a few hours, many in the world will stop talking of satellites, rockets, and war. For a few hours, they will talk of peace on earth and goodwill toward men. People will exchange gifts and they will talk about the Prince of Peace. Imagine the scene in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago. It was the night of nights, yet it had begun as every other night before it. But it was to become the greatest, most significant night of history. This was the night when light would conquer darkness and bring in the day when there would be no more night. This was the night when those who lived in darkness would see a great light. This was the night God brought into the world the one who is the light of the world. May Jesus shine his light in your life this Christmas season. It is December 15th. We have 10 days until Christmas. This is God's holy season. Please be holy. Go out, do acts of kindness. I know many of us are shopping for gifts. Those are wonderful and awesome and probably expected by most family members. But what about those who are not able to even expect something. Can you believe that? Not be able to expect. That means they're homeless, they're destitute, they're wandering around the earth with no expectation. Please find them, bless them, help them, 
show them Christ in your actions. That's all that I'm asking for for Christmas, that you show Christ in your actions. And then this holiday season will be everything it's meant to be. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me today. I look forward to praying with you again tomorrow. Have a great day. Start right now. Change somebody's life. See you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thank you.